I'm Morgan Rector. Hey, fuckers, it's me, Ray Hazen. And we have a guest with us today, someone who understands the trailer park life very, very well. Uh, Jason McMurray joins us today. How are you doing, Jay? I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. So uh, uh, you, yeah. you, you two go way back, and I was wondering, Jason, would you tell the whole story of how you guys became friends and uh, how that's been, what kind of crazy things have been going on? Well, you know, it's funny. The way we became friends is actually uh, Ray was my uh, arch nemesis. Yeah, we weren't we friends at first. Uh-uh. Uh, we were competing for the same job and I came in out of nowhere and, and kind of blindsided them. And, uh, yeah, uh, for my end, what we were working at the same pizza restaurant and they were training me for the manager or, well, it's not like the manager, but for a manager's position. And, uh, uh, I had done like tons of training, watched all the videos, done everything, but I watched everything but one video. And then like, Oh, the week before I was supposed to watch the video and go on, all of a sudden this dude comes walking in with, and they gave him the job, you know, cause he had, he'd already had experience doing it, you know? And so I was, uh, I was so it's like, good. so it's like you were Ricky and he was Mr. Leahy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's really funny. It's really, really funny, man, because I, I lost my job at one pizza joint and I was like, I'll screw you guys. I'll go over here and get a job. And that's exactly what I did, and that's when I met the the good old Biddy. <laughs> so so how, how did you guys ended up end up patching things up and becoming friends? I uh, I think uh, just because we both smoke weed, dude. We like got yeah. high, and we're just all whatever. And you know, drink a lot of beer and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. We used to take uh we uh, uh safety meetings. Uh, in the walk-in, you know, go out in the in walk-in. In the walk-in, bro. Because you could blow it up through the fucking fans in the top of the fridge, and that you go right out the, the restaurant, right out the kitchen, and you have to go outside. <laughs> and then eat some pizza when you have the munchies. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, we can <laughs> make whatever we want oh, yeah. to do. Whatever we want to understand, dude. We fucking, uh, I, we're always wheezing the uh-oh. juice. <laughs> yes, and we did wheeze the juice. Please but what's really cool, because where we worked at was a, uh, a triglomerate without n- naming any of the brands. So there was a, a pizza place, a taco place, and a, and a uh, fried chicken place that we could oh. trade with. And the ice cream place. Yeah. And like, set but, it up, dude. Tell them, Jason. Tell so, them. dude. I am a big fan of the barter system. I'll tell you Love what. Love the barter system. I'm I'm on that page. So I could like throw out, I could like throw out like three or four large or medium pizzas, and pretty much get. Oh, what do you guys want tonight? You want some ice cream? You want some Taco want some Bell? Tacos. You want some burgers? And yep. you'd be like, "Fuck, it's good." Run across the street with these pizzas, man. Go go get the order. Fuck. Be right back, bud. <laughs> and I'd cover a shift. It was oh, like, yeah. you know, one hand washes the other. Yep, it was great. I'd go across the street and socialize and flirt with all the girls in whatever restaurant I was at and, and, and just smile and be pretty for everybody and trade food. And I'd walk away with free because, fuck, they'd, it'd just be a straight across border. Barter is great. Free food. 
And that was the way that we got uh, uh, we could eat all the time at work, and we weren't always just eating pizza. Because I mean, as much as I love pizza, mm-hmm. like <sighs> well, I mean, a lot of re- a lot of restaurant workers depend on their jobs to eat, yeah. you know, and that's something that a lot of people that's don't true. talk about. But very those of us that have worked in restaurants really understand. Very true. You know. Well, so what, great well, by, yeah. were you were you allowed to make a meal for yourself, or did you have to like eat leftovers or something like that? No, no. Well, we got yeah, might as well have been leftovers. I'll tell <laughs> yeah. you what, Morgan, because what we did get was was caca, you know. Yeah. It, I mean, it was okay. Uh, there's leftover pizzas that people didn't come pick up, and we'd eat those all the time. But then there were those of us who like thought like it was our second home and like we were the main workers and like and and so like we'd we'd make shit like i don't know i've made shit almost every night when i leave you know that was the restaurant that i learned that uh michelob amberbach looks just like barb's root beer if you fill up a two liter the nastiest thing i ever heard about leftovers is uh the singer jan arden she once worked at this bar, and at the end of the night, they would take all the unfinished drinks, pour them in a pitcher, and drink it. Like it's kind of nasty, right? I mean, you're you're taking in a lot of saliva there. Yeah, too. that's but, way nasty. No, we were just filling yeah. up paper cups right off the keg. I remember James and like the district <laughs> manager came in one time, and they did like an inventory of all the beer and everything, and there were like two oh. and a half kegs missing. <laughs> that's how much we had. Yeah. Like the whole crew had drinking while we were there, dude. And, like in the last like month. Or something. <laughs> yeah, that was my ass on that. I remember that quite yeah, well. Dude. Jeez, what the fuck are you guys letting these kids do in here? That's right. And we're all sitting around half buzzed already. So is Jason. <laughs> I, oh, no, I was drunk as hell, bro. I was like, oh, holy shit. I know. I hated, I hated when the big wigs come in, man. It always throws the vibe off, dude. Oh, and but before we go on, I like I think uh, we should plug something here. Uh, Jason has a show on YouTube, JD's Firehouse. It's on my YouTube channel, Leader One Studios. But JD's there's also a JD Firehouse channel as well. And uh, tell us about that show you have going on, Jason. Oh, I thank you, Morgan. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's something I've been trying to grow and. I really, really appreciate you for helping me uh, produce it and promote it. Absolutely, 100%. No problem. It's uh, it's uh, JD's Firehouse76 at gmail.com is the way to get a hold of me, or us, I should say, uh, via uh, email. Um, we also have our uh, our uh, Facebook page. JD's uh, Firehouse slash Facebook.com. They can also just check out any of your videos and comment, and you get those too, right, bud? Yeah, you know, you can check it out on Leader One, or you can check it out at uh, JD's Firehouse at, um, on YouTube. You know, JD's Firehouse. But, um, you know, we're just out here trying to eat some peppers, and we love the heat, man. You know, uh, 
Uh, Raymond, you definitely, you definitely felt the heat. Oh well, yeah, as, as as our listeners know, you know. <laughs> those are those are my favorite my favorite episodes are the ones with Ray in them because, uh, I mean, you know, he was just there was red alert that was red alert in his intestines, man. He was freaking out. Uh, but you know, uh, I I had a great time, dude. It was worth every second. It really was. You don't even know anything about heat. I'll tell you what, man. When I did that last that I finished that challenge. Yeah, you did. You ate that jerky. And, that's that face melter. Man, oh, the face melter challenge. That's right. That's what it was. What were you and doing bro, afterwards, bro? What were you doing afterwards? I, Cameras I, off. I was fucking. I was hurting, man. I. I <laughs> this dude was right in bed. I, I chugged like a, a quart, at least a pint, not a quart. I, I chugged about a pint of Pepto Bismol, and I rolled around like a little girl. It fucked. It felt like an ember going through me, you know, and that's not something that we usually feature on our channel, but, you know, uh, that would have been interesting to watch for sure. Uh, I wanted to record it a little bit. Marie wouldn't let me though. Well, it's because I told her not to. I know. I know. Next so, time yeah, we will. But see, I'm about the behind the scenes shit. I'm, I always am about yeah. that. Man. Yeah, Ray, Ray told me that, yeah, you could feel it going through your system, like every step of the way. I could, Morgan. I could feel it going through my freaking intestine, bro. Like, <laughs> like a a molten slug. Just, I swear to God, dude. And it was just like, I know, I know, we have miles and miles of intestines. I understand that, but it was, you, I could feel it going down, like gravity working. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, it was you're so bad. And you're about to start merchandising, right? You're like you're starting to develop products that you want to sell. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying. I, you know, I, I really, I really want to get this going. Um, I, I bought some stickers. I got. I think I got my webpage set up. Um, at uh, JD's uh, Firehouse at Gmail dot or JD's Firehouse seven six at gmail.com and also through my facebook page and uh i i I got some stickers to promote us uh i'm gonna uh give away to the next hundred people you got some jd uh, firehouse stickers yeah well you know i gotta get me one of those bud well you don't count i want i want a hundred the next hundred uh, likes and comments, I'm gonna go ahead and give away a sticker to. And um, what if I'm one of the hundred? Have, I'll go like and comment right now. <laughs> you know you get I'm a free virtual Scooby, so come on. So it's, well, it's, oh, <laughs> if it weren't for COVID, one thing you could do to promote it would be to like hold some kind of event where there's like a you know spicy chicken wing eating kind of contest and. Your sauce goes up against the other sauces, kind of thing. But Actually, I don't, I don't, I don't have a solid product now. Well, I do, but I don't. Uh, I've got, I've got our flagship salsa, hot sauce, and I, I have to, I have to uh, develop a little bit to get, to get a real fluid market going on my end. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You want to start making sauces and things, though, right? 
Oh yeah, I do, and that's that's my intention, one hundred percent. Well, you can gauge how how intense it is by feeding it to, to Raymond, seeing his reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone always likes using me as the guinea pig. It's, shit never changes, Doc. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If if we're gonna gauge it on that, we might as well bring in Pussy Willow because that guy's a little soft. Whatever, bro. Well, how, how still, well, Jason? I'll still. Jason, how well did you do with the Tube of Terror? You know what? I that's a very good question, Morgan. That got that kid, Ethan. He roasted my ass. To be honest yeah. with you, he did. He he almost not twice as much. I think I ate seven and he ate twelve. Wow. You, you know it? Yeah. He he had a lot. Harder repercussion. He was trying to powerhouse him, but come on, yeah. dude. You guys ate that many of those things, dude. Oh yeah, you just ate one. Remember? I ate one, dude. That shit was hot as fuck. <laughs> For the listeners, yeah. the tube of terror consists of a bunch of peanuts that are seasoned with with like a very potent spice, and this is like really, really intense. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's uh. It's over five million uh, uh, Scoville's or whatever they call it. It's super, super duper hot. Super hot. To put that in perspective, peeps, like a, and, a, and it's a, not a habanero. Either. It's elephant uh, peanuts, too, I think, is something that every... So it's not like you're just having just a little for peanut. testicles. These things are bigger than freaking almonds. They're elephant <laughs> peanuts. They're yeah, huge. they're elephant testicles. They're dried out elephant testicles. Tell the truth. Oh my God! When you put it in your mouth, the fire explodes. But anyway, to put it in perspective, a habanero is what, like four thousand, Jason? Uh, I think a habanero is about ten or eleven thousand, uh, ten thousand, eleven thousand, something like that. All right, something like that. Well, then, so these these nuts and this jerky and whatnot are in the millions. So just to put that in perspective. Oh yeah, five million you know. plus. Uh, some of them. It's freaking ridiculous. We're getting dude. ready. Uh, I just got the order in. I'm going to do the uh, Death Nut Challenge 3.0 here probably on our next episode. And uh, it's, uh, oh, it's got so much crystals on it. They put, you know what? They gave up putting freaking just peppers and stuff on there. Now they're putting crystals on there. Like, mm. It's like spice crack. That's all I can say, guys. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, just, I noticed that. Uh, Where you, does you, it stop? <laughs> Where does it stop? There must be regulations against like how how spicy you can make something, right? Because there are peppers that are that can seriously harm you. Like there's one that I think it's grown in Guyana, and if you if you eat it and you touch your eyeball, you can actually go blind. Yes. Yes, that is very, very true, Morgan. And, and in fact, almost, well, actually, every one of the challenges I've done were very specific on reading uh, the disclaimer. Isn't that right, Raymond? Yeah, yeah. I'll Before we do it. Too. Yeah, so, and it's not for the fan of heart. Uh, something, the things we do, yeah. Oh, yeah, they said I, we I could would... have a heart attack or something. Like, if you got heart conditions, you shouldn't fucking eat this thing. Yes, it like, will. 
they like, will fuck yeah. you up, man. <laughs> definitely, definitely yeah. not jerky, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, don't stick this in your ass, you know? <laughs> oh, God. Unless and, you have a strong heart. Yeah, don't stick a peanut from the tube of terror in your asshole. No, no, this is uh, not a suppository. That's definitely yeah, for sure. Yeah. But don't, don't you feel but, these spicy foods come out like painful? Don't don't they hurt when they come out the other end? Yes, the the ring of fire is that what you're referring to? Uh, um, yes. thinking, about the jerky, did that hurt coming out? That hurt very bad, bro. My <laughs> asshole bled. It oh bled. my oh. god! It came yeah. out and. Yeah, my shit was hot for like a day and a half. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, it's weird hot. Like, you wipe her ass, and you're like, oh, I didn't get nothing on my fingers. And and then all of a sudden, your face is hot, and you don't understand why. It's worse than pink eye, bro. Holy shit. Wow. You had to, I guess you had to get out the baby powder or something, right? <laughs> yeah. No talcum. <laughs> no talcum involved. That's for sure. <laughs> God. Well, how about something like curry? Do you like that? Oh, that's like, that's, uh, yeah, I do like curry. Um, but that's. Like Steph? That's Steph like, curry? If I want curry, I, if I want curry, <laughs> I want some, like, go to India curry that's going to have some, like, bajut galopi on it, like some ghost pepper and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember I read uh, a story about Led Zeppelin went to India, and they had that, like, their most intense curry imaginable. And on the way back on their plane, they uh, they were shitting fire, and, th- you know, they had a certain amount of baby powder, but it wasn't enough to last them there. To go all the way to London, <laughs> so you were like crying from the pain all the way to London. So, well, so anyway, that sounds about right because wasn't Led Zeppelin a bunch of Englishmen? Oh yeah, like they were fascinated by other cultures, but they just weren't ready for that after their bland English cuisine, right? So, oh yeah, because they eat bland, right? <clears throat> so I'm um, little cheat cakes and. and- <clears throat> crackers and shit all day that's it right yeah you see that's what i'm like i like bland food potatoes and buttered bread and i can't deal with spicy food at all so the tube of terror thing that'll have me sweating and red-faced i'm sure but does it kind of fascinate you well i've thought about maybe doing a video of, of that by my myself It'll be a pretty yeah. thing because I don't even think I would cope as well as Raymond, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he could barely hold it together. I think I think I'd be fucking crying. So be be interesting though. Whereas you like you and Dennis, you guys have I guess you have like a callus to it at this point. You guys seem to deal with it pretty well. You know, uh, Dennis. You know, I love I love Raymond and everything. And he is my brother, but, you know, Dennis and I, we've known each other since, I want to say 92 was when we first met in a trailer park back in, uh, at the, the mobile villa, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, him and I, we have, uh, <laughs> we have this, 
we have a good understanding, you know, it's, uh, he knows, we know how to stroke each other. Does that, does that yeah, they do. Yeah. Do, do you know what strokes are? No, I don't mean my cock. I mean, like, <laughs> when, like when he strokes somebody, it's like you, you see that somebody needs something and you give it to them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of intuitively, yeah. right? Like like a handy for some cheeseburgers. Behind yeah, the donor. It's, it's like it's it's like a psych, it's like a psychic candy for sure, bro. Total psychic candy. It's like, candy, you know, bro. I don't swallow or anything, but you know, I'll, I'm gonna make you feel better real quick. Ha <laughs> ha babe. That's why you guys can like finish each other's sentences or no look into each other's eyes and know what you're thinking kind of deal. Absolutely. One hundred percent. I I Raymond and I can do that. You know, I've got like two other people that we're just like, like a mat and, uh, my partner, uh, my partner, uh, Dennis at, uh, DJ's firehouse at gmail.com. Uh, we're just, we, we've been that way forever. You know, and we had a big discussion on it him my wife and i uh because so his name's dennis right so it's dj Mm -hmm. and at first i was like well we'll call it dj's firehouse dennis and jason and i was like oh well no that makes it sound like it's yours so we changed it to jd's jason and dennis's firehouse yeah, and you don't want people to think your guys are like a DJ duo either. You don't want to confuse well, it with. Well, not only that, you know, they could, they, you know, people could think we're that or something. Yeah. <laughs> DJ, <laughs> DJ, DJ fuck you fuck. Out there. I don't care if you're gay or not. I just fuck with everybody out there. <laughs> yeah, the start. Throw out a little clickbait. Clickbait. They're, like, they're like, yeah, I suppose uh. you've given him a lot of your hot sauce, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, speaking of uh, trailer park friendships, um, you I understand, Jason, that you, you've lived in a, in a real trailer park and you've seen what it's like. And uh, as you know, uh, Ray and I are both big fans of trailer park boys. Um, so I'm, just, I'm interested. I'm interested in knowing what the realities are like. Like, for instance, one thing that's kind of funny about trailer park boys is that it's it can be very homoerotic like there's all these gay relationships and like a lot of the male characters have kind of swung both ways and is that something that that you observed in the real trailer park or is it or does the stereotype hold up in terms of people be, there being a lot more provincial and narrow-minded than that well you know that's a very good question Morgan to be honest with you both um if i would have to fine tune it down to one or the other i would think that yeah there's a lot of gay shit going on out there but like people's people's perspective on sexuality mm-hmm. aren't a lot of times they're based on fear rather than rationality i guess would be the best way i could put it you know, uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of like uh, 
Tiger King type shit going on in trailer parks. Uh, you know, I lived in a trailer park for about, well, I lived in several different ones. Uh, I'm going to say for about six, seven years. Mm. And um, there's always some kind of drama, man. And I can almost guarantee 100% that that drama is not coming from a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucy? <laughs> it's always Lucy? some fucking chicken box or some bitch. It's like, oh, Lucy? Well, God damn it. He's been over her trailer all day for the last four days. And, oh. you know, they don't mention, well, you know what? That chick's selling him a fucking nine millimeter or something. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's all such bullshit. But, you know, in reality, it's like they're all smoking meth together. Yeah. Well, I guess it must be like a, a thing, too, where there's a, a number of people who are unemployed. They're broke. There's nothing to do but sit mm -hmm. around and gossip, right? So that must happen quite a bit. You yeah. know, another thing Absolutely. I think uh, uh, with all the homoerotic stuff is is kind of like even how I am, how we all are. Like most people, it like we play gay, you know, we talk homoerotic with your buddies. And so it's kind of funny and humorous. Not that it's not funny or whatever, like whatever is whatever. But everyone kind of plays it that way with people that they're comfortable with, I guess. In like most people I know are the same way. And uh I mean, I maybe they just wanted to portray that type of relate, like what's a little bit funnier than if a couple of them actually were, you know. Uh, and uh, like Sam Lasco even says it, you know, when he's pro <laughs> professing his love to Barb, I banged a lot of chicks and a couple dudes, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, and I know what I want now, baby. And it's you, you know what it says. And it's like, well, well absolutely, man. I you mean, know, and you so know. I mean. I don't know. I think I think there's a little of that too. I think it's just because you know, because well, cause you know what it is? It's it's it's. I think the obscure is humorous. You know what I'm saying? The thing that makes us uncomfortable can be funny. And uh, I'm a very that, big fan the, the, of taboo. Yeah. Taboo, exactly. So if it, what you know, if everything that's you're not normal, like the normal person isn't shooting guns and selling dope and driving around in cars with no doors and you know. <laughs> I know people you know? I, I know people that shoot dope and well, of drive, course I drive <laughs> I drive around with I drive around in cars with no fucking doors. Well so, I know I guess okay. I know I'm saying that the average person, like we are the you know there's more people who don't than there are that do is what I'm getting at. Okay. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. and so that's what it is, you know. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, us, I think, it's just we love it all, all the because it's because it's normal. The the gay innuendos you know what I like? and the I like, criminality I like aspects, the it's all normal. You like I like the like, anti-normal man. I like counter. I like free thought. I love anti-normal. How is she doing? <laughs> but I'm bummed. Free thought. Free thought. You know what I'm saying? People. People need to come to their own conclusions and figure stuff out you know and whatever you figure out that's good so for you, you so you like the jazz of conversations yes i love conversation i love arguments really funny the description of argument actually most people think that when you say you're arguing with somebody 
Well, yeah, technically, it's, it's just like a debate is really yeah, more technical. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, and it's yeah. like people think that like you're angry at somebody if you're arguing with them, and that's not the case. It's it's the the you know it's the the exchange of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's true. Grass, that's transgress. I, no, pardon, I no, beg your pardon, Morgan. No, that's fine. No, it's. We definitely want to hear for your opinions and uh, yeah, your your two cents. So, but so there, is there quite a bit no, of my um, cents is worth a buck thirty-seven? Absolutely, there quite a bit of what? <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say. So there is, you know, there's a show depicts a lot of like interpersonal discord in the trailer park, lots of fighting on in different ways, fisticuffs, but you know, arguing. Is there a lot of a lot of turmoil like that? In real trailer park boy. In a real trailer park, is there a lot of uh, friction like that? There is, but there isn't. It's it's really complicated. I mean, if you look at like a, uh, uh, for example, here in I don't know how it is everywhere else, but here in California, a lot of trailer parks are uh, eight, uh, age discriminative. Yeah. So you have to be 55 or 60 or 50 or whatever to live in this trailer park, right? There's a bunch of those in Florida, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how it is up there in Canada, man. But, yeah. Yeah, but all if, you, if, you spread, if you spread out of, like, the, you know, richier or older type neighborhoods, like, like you go up here where I'm at brother no they're not like there's only a handful of that are up here in lake county but most they're not all aged like because there's actual trailer park trash up here with me you know (laughs) (laughs) down down in napa where i know where we're at there's a lot of older people there so they have it like that you know because i got to put them somewhere you know and uh absolutely but i I do know what you're saying i do know what you're saying there are a lot there are a lot if you're shopping for a home you're uh you know, I call. I want a a, a, a two by a three by wide, right? Well, seventy five percent of your hits are going to be for fucking places that are in <laughs> fifty five and older communities. And that's all I'm saying. That's and you know what? One, one thing I, I love have, about. Have you guys ever been to a website called uh, PeopleofWalmart.com? Yes, <laughs> I have been there. No, yeah, but I, I, no. I, true story. True story. I used to love uh, getting really stoned and go sitting on the bench when I had nothing to do outside of Walmart and just watch the people that walk in and out. Man, it's it's funny shit sometimes. <laughs> it's some there and laugh. It really seems like they're oh, on yeah. the way to the Gong Show or something. It's 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 unbelievable. <laughs> like there are people on wearing the actual costumes. But there there's like people. In the trailer park, boy, trail parks, like uh, like a middle-aged guy with like a huge gut, and he's walking around without a shirt on, and I can dig that kind of self-confidence, you know. Like, if you don't give a shit when anyone thinks of you, I think you're probably happier than most people. I don't put a shirt on usually. That's a really good point, Morgan. Man, when you have zero fucks, yeah. none to give, you're absolutely free. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Actually, in all actuality, there's only one fuck that both Jason and I have, and we have to share it between each other. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes DJ <laughs> balls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. 
So, like, we just got the one fuck left that we pass around between us buddies down here, you know. So every now and then one of us will give a fuck about something. Well, but then one, usually we don't. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> one of my I favorite one of my favorite people at Walmart photos was, and this is pretty recent because it's a COVID thing. This woman was wearing a pair of men's underwear over her mouth and nose as a mask. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, don't even get me <laughs> started that. on that shit, Morgan. Holy fuck. Oh, oh, oh. All right, you first. Go, go. <laughs> I, I have a hockey mask. I have... I have my ventilators from freaking Wasteland Weekend. I've got uh, uh, I've got a Ronald Reagan mask I wear sometimes. If they it's tell me I have to go outside and put a mask on, I go outside <laughs> and put my Ronald Reagan mask on. It's a I mask. Just come in there just to fuck with them, you know? I've been wanting to buy a Plague Doctor's mask and wear, wear that around, oh. but... But that would be so hot on my face, but I've been wanting to. I saw, yeah, a, really, yeah. I saw a really cool one, pure leather, nice hand-stitched shit. They wanted like 150 bucks for it. But it's like handmade, it's handmade U.S. grade-A fucking beef, you know? Yeah. It's grade-A fucking you eat. I know, dude, but it's, you know, but it's pure <laughs> leather. Whatever, dude. Just get technical, motherfucker. <laughs> but no, it's, it's pure leather, hand-stitched right here in fucking California. So it's like... Uh, California. Uh, yeah, California. The governor. <laughs> Jason, but, have, uh, Jason, have you been to San Bernardino before? I have been through that city and that county. Because what I've heard is that that's kind of a a big place for trailer parks and those kinds of people. Is that true? Yes, that is very true. Actually, if you, if you're looking in California, I would I would send you towards Riverside County, which is uh, it, it geographically, I want to say it's right next to it, but it's not. There is some space in between. Oh my Dude. god. It's like miles, miles of fucking trailer parks, bro. I mean, uh, trailers. just And they're just cut up into little sections, you know? So this is the Cypress trailer park. This is the freaking Aspen trailer park. This is the freaking trailer park boy trailer park. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Dude, you know how bad I've been wanting to start my own trailer park, dude? Just get a nice place, put out some lots, some fucking water and power hookups. Yeah, man. Build like a little fucking convenience store restaurant thingy up front. So that way everyone can just buy their shit there. And then, like, you know what I would do, bro? I hope I don't sound racist or anything because I'm not. I know they'll do it. Go get myself a really cool, like, go down to Napa and get one of the Mexican families down there because, you know, they're hardworking sons of bitches. And just say, hey, you can live here rent-free, get your own trailer and everything. You just be my groundskeeper family, dude. And let them fucking just, <laughs> let them just take care of the place. Because you know they'll take it. Oh, pff, that place will be tits, dude. And then, you know and what I'm saying? Well, as long as you're in California, Arizona, or Texas, you should be yeah. okay with that. Right, yeah. And then, uh, uh, and then you know, just you sit up front in the little convenience store restaurant thingy and, like, flip burgers or something, man. And just fucking, you know, let everybody pay their lot fees and buy lunch right there you know what i'm saying <laughs> and, and make, and make, it makes mexican food for us right yeah make us tacos, make whatever, us dude. toquitas or whatever some nachos 
Let me tell you about my, my torpedoes, my, Morgan. <laughs> torpedoes. <laughs> did you just call a burrito a torpedo, bro? Oh no, I didn't know. I, no, I said, did. I said taquito. Yeah, you did. Oh, he said taquito. Taquito, yeah. I like burritos. Oh, okay. But I have a feeling oh, you I like probably taquitos. Had, I probably haven't had really great Mexican food. I think I'd have to try it in California. Is up here. I don't think we've got a lot. We have Taco Bell and. There is some other places that sell it, but I suspect it's probably not as good as if you go to California or Mexico. Man, my 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 dad's cousin's uh, wife this would be my second cousin's wife, you know. Uh, she um, was fucking Mexican lady, dude, pure blood. Uh, man, the food she'd make, dude. Zoli, Menudo, dude, all kinds of shit. Oh, dude, every time you come down. We used to have family holidays, man. I miss being young, dude, back like when families used to get together and like do things back in the old days. <laughs> so, you know, my wife down. has got a pasole recipe fucking down to a cube. I think uh, I've had her pasole before, haven't I? Yes, you, you had the pasole. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. That's right. She's the only one that makes it for me besides... You know, the only other time I've ever found it was when I was in that uh, Puente class when I was going to the JC or at the college at Napa, and I joined that Puente class. The only white dude in the whole class, dude. But I love that class, man. And then we had they, we did something for uh, uh, Dios de Muerto or whatever, the Day of the Dead, you know. They had, a big, <laughs> yeah. they had a big festival, dude. It was so much fun. We had our faces painted, but they uh, uh, one, a couple of the girls and their moms made some pozole. And, uh, man, I love that shit, dude. <laughs> so, so, Jason, when you go out for Mexican food, I guess you ask them to load up on the chili peppers and everything? You know, it's funny you ask that, Morgan. No, I don't. I don't. I, uh, <laughs> I try to, I try to go incognito. Oh, yeah. I don't go out. I don't go out to eat that much. Well, I used to, but, you know, given in the last 12, 16 months. I yeah. don't as much as I used to. Money's a little tighter. Uh, yeah, the restrictions and whatnot. Uh, I, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, but uh, I've been doing a lot of takeout, and I always add hot sauce to my stuff. Yeah, like Frank's what, or something like that? No, no. Frank's Frank's is uh, a really good beginner. I... Uh, I did a, actually, we did a, uh, at JD's Firehouse, we did a, uh, a review and I found something that nobody has ever seen. I found Tabasco Scorpion. So it's like Tabasco sauce. Do you, got, do you have Tabasco sauce up there in yeah. Canada? Yeah, we got that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's Tabasco Scorpion blend. Same, it's 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 branded and everything. I couldn't believe it. And holy mackerel, we uh, I did a review of it last night. I hope to get it uploaded uh, tomorrow. It's getting late tonight, probably tomorrow. And uh, I I was wowed. Uh, you know, we did a, a special commercial. Uh, I I usually don't review things that are like Tabasco and stuff you know on JD's Firehouse and stuff but it just it just came together so perfectly you guys I hope you like it yeah yeah they got all kinds of different Tabasco flavors you know I, yeah, I, I, 
I see that's the thing though, Scoop. I have tried I thought I had tried every single Tabasco flavor. Yeah, I've and, tried like five or something, four or five, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, about four or five. And I I get this freaking text from my friend that lives out in BFD from where I live. I mean, he's out in the in the freaking uh, gold country hills, you know. And he's like, oh, hey. Somebody's down a dollar drop, but you might want to try it. And I was like, oh, no shit. That's got to be some kind of bullshit. And he's like, oh, no, I bought it for you. I'll bring it over. And he brought it over, and I was like, oh, holy smokes. Why did I never see this flavor of Tabasco before? You know? I, I, I couldn't even deal with the uh, spicy variant of Heinz ketchup. I bought that by accident once. I'm like, why is my mouth, why is my mouth stinging? And I'm like, it can't be from the wiener. And I looked at the ketchup bottle. I was like, oh, I see. Oh, it was that hot wiener, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the hot meat. Did you say wiener? Yeah, he yeah, <laughs> did. Hot dog. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey, hey, geez. hey, hey, real quick. Do you guys hear that they're making a, a, a shameless plug? They're making a Chucky uh, series? Like a TV from, like, series? Yeah, from the doll. I think Sci-Fi is putting it out. Uh, and they're filming it up where you're at. Morgan, they're filming it in Toronto, dude. Oh, you that's should, uh, 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 yeah, you should look. Dude, you might be able to get yourself like an extra uh, well, spot. You know, I, you know? Did, you, did you see the the It movies, the new It movies? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I live down the street from that house, you know, that shitty haunted house. Yeah, it's located in my neighborhood. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> shoot a lot of stuff here to save money because for some reason they can't get tax breaks in California, which is kind of weird. Even Schwarzenegger <laughs> couldn't get them, but uh, yeah, we give tax oh, breaks. Yeah, so. no, California is shitty with the tax. You hear what they're getting ready to? They're trying to implement. Hopefully, you know, new new sins will get out before soon. We can fix some things. But anyway, the thing where like if you uh uh like if you're even live in Canada, like if you or, or California, if you stay here for what was it like like 60 days or something out of the year total that you technically have lived here, and then even if you move out. California is still going to be able to tax you for up to 10 years. 10 years. Yes. 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 That is something they're talking about now. Like my uncle uncle who goes to Florida in the winters. Well, I guess he maybe doesn't do it now, but he, he would, he would go there. He'd stay for six months. He'd head down there in autumn and then come back in spring. That's how it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. He, He said like, if he were to stay any longer, he'll have to start paying taxes but 60 days and paying for yeah, 10 it's, years, that's it's insane. ridiculously small. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so it's crazy. Yeah, you could live in any state and you just come out here for business. And you're here for, let's say, three months out of the year. Yeah, you're paying taxes you, here and wherever else you live, apparently, you know, because you'll be living there, you know, the other freaking, you know, nine months of the year. Uh, so you got to pay taxes there. And yeah, I think that's way crazy, dude. Well, California's uh, crazy. More, so if, if anyone says California's taxing, I'm gonna go. Okay, I believe it because like they're crazy about it here. Anyway, go ahead, Jason. Morgan. Yeah. Well, it, well, uh, you're you're uh, Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you hoser. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, what what kind of taxes like? Well, we have. 
well, just like America, we have like, you know, the progressive tax system where the more money you make, the higher the rate of taxes. But uh, on your income. Yeah. But we don't have that. I don't think we have that rule where if you stay here for like a few months, you have to start paying taxes. I don't know. Maybe we have it. I don't know. I don't think it would be so extreme that after 60 days, you'd have to start paying for 10 years. Um, you don't have to pay taxes on lottery winnings here. So at least that's Whoa. Good. That's that's a lot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tax that. <laughs> people that win, people that win pretty much anything over a hundred thousand dollars are paying fifty percent tax on it. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, if you make if like if your salary is a million dollars a year, I think you don't even get like five hundred grand. I think. Uh, uh, take home. So, with- Jason, you remember Bob that worked at Pizza? Uh, or that plays with us yeah yeah anyway uh dude dude it's so cool he's sitting around talking about this ferrari he had because he was a a, a private airline pilot yes. for years yeah retired tired yes. at like 35 but got a pizza delivery driver job for exercise when he became an old fat old man and then for a he while there we'd be like bob, fuck, yeah bob you ain't got no ferrari and he's like all right dude i'm i'm a driver del- and he brought it in one night and delivered pizzas in it and, and took and like he took me for riding it too and oh dude the thing was so so badass but he told me this joke and and I always remembered it and it's not really funny it but was, it's just kind of it, like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a real real Ferrari no, uh, 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 it wasn't no it wasn't a was real it? Ferrari it, no, it, it was a uh, it was a freaking uh, 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 kit car was it yeah. So he ordered a Ferrari body and put it on top of a Fiero. <laughs> oh, that sneaky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the joke was, you know how much uh, uh, taxes are on like a $100,000 car? $200,000. Because the more shit costs, the more they're gonna government's going to try to take from you, you know? And so that was just the whole point of the joke, and uh, and that's kind of true. I mean, I mean they take everything from from even if you don't have a lot too. But it's like, yeah, New York they just raised theirs to like sixty six percent or something now. <laughs> Do you make? Can you imagine that? You make you know a million dollars and you got to yeah, give for- gotta give them six hundred sixty thousand or six hundred sixty, yeah, thousand of it. You know? Yeah. You, you only get so, you, you only get three forty. You gotta you gotta make yourself into a corporation because they pay less taxes. It's crazy. Like a lot of doctors' offices, like a, just a GP, they make it into a corporation just because that way they can pay less taxes. And it's not like anyone's going to invest in a doctor's office, so there's no possibility of having it snatched away from them. Who knows, man? Maybe like uh, you know, the government or something broke in and shut them down. <laughs> yeah, they heard us talking about taxes. Yeah, we gotta have that tax conversation. Shut that shit down now, quick. Well, do you have the dictionary handy? Uh, yes, it's right. Hold on, I got it right here. There she is. Ah, uh, here it is. Uh, what did I do? F and G. That's what we did last time. All right, well, I'll go with the dictionary. All right, H. Let's see what we got here. Where you uh, in uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, there it is. Okay, yeah. but it's not the first one. The first one is a shit halo. Shit halo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, 
A circle around an object that appears when the latter is steadily looked at. If the object is bright, the halo is dark and vice versa. Thereby, the darkest, most uh, fecund of base turds will offer the most glorious of halos. Damn. That was That's elaborate. <laughs> yes. The, the darker the shit, the better the shit halo, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, here's number two. Uh, an unjustified ideal glory invested in an object or person such as the latest fashion or celebrity. Hmm. An unjustified ideal glory invested in an object or person such as fashion or celebrity. Or like Freedom 35. <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> like I guess, uh, oh, here we go. Here's a little poem, too. The halo round the mound of shit gloried and transported it beyond the dirk and kirk and firk heavenward with its purpose worked. So it seems like something of great worth, but it's actually just shit. Yeah. yeah. Like like a Kardashian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Put up as beacons of, of, of an example we're all supposed to aspire to, but in reality... They're just fucking useless to the world, really. Yes. Yes. Whoa. I've, n- I've never watched that show, and I'm very proud to say so. Me neither. Never any of them. No. I wonder if I'm like a shit halo. Something that seems like it's great worth, but it's really shit. <laughs> no, you're pretty, uh, pretty down to earth. I don't think that you offer anything you can't uh, follow up on. That's true. I try not to, at least. What people see what is what they get. That is for fucking sure. All right, yep, number two right here. Shit hawk. The harbinger of death. Literally, the bird that poops on its victims. See those whose time has come. And carries them to the shit nest in the sky. Beware the shit hawk. Hawk, hawk, hawk. Or I guess that would be cock or something. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> it's Actually, it's funny because whenever Leahy brings up one of these shit analogies with Bubbles, Bubbles always buys it hook, line, and sinker. The wings are shit. Yeah. Like, the fun, yeah, like, bubs. <laughs> like Julian is usually a straight man for most of this series, but the one time when he's really hilarious was when they broke into that, that school where Ricky was working and and uh, all this whistling whispering winds of shit those are the winds of shit (laughs) you was like the winds of shit it's funny my my uh good buddy kevin uh he you know he'll call me anytime like if it's real windy in napa or up here or whatever he'll call me up and be like you hear him bud (laughs) yeah yeah whispering winds of shit anytime it's windy we call it the winds of shit the shit or he'll call me and go shit winds are blowing bud well, spring is spring is the season of the winds of shit, the fucking hurricanes and tornadoes and all that kind of shit, rainstorms. The winds of shit will be wreaking havoc with the earth. Do you do you get tornadoes down there in California? Uh, well, most people may not think or realize, but actually, we do get very, very, very tiny ones that probably don't even count as a one or anything. Like it out in the in the valley, like north of Sacramento, uh, out off on like Highway Five, way out in the middle of nowhere, like yes, we can sometimes. 
Uh, I actually, one time, years and years and years ago, there was three small ones that had touched down at the same time in the valley, and I could see them across uh, as I was, I was driving on one of the many roads that go through there, you know, because it's just, it's all just flat and right out there in that valley, in the big, great valley of California, you know? Yeah. Uh, sounds like I'm in a Land Before Time fucking movie, the great valley of California, you know? Yeah. <laughs> land Before Time. Uh, but, uh, no, nothing that, like, I've heard, like, we really care about, you know? Uh, no, earthquakes is more the things that we have around here. Oh, yeah. uh, matter of fact, I felt a small one this morning. Uh, it sh- shook a little bit. It's the first time I felt one in a while. I normally don't feel them. Like, if they're not big and near me, like, I don't really feel them anymore. Like, because little ones happen all the time. And, uh, you know, if, if you're not really centered around it, like, I don't know. I can't, I don't really notice it too much anymore. People text me all the time. Dude, you feel an earthquake in the morning? No. That's well, the thing with that one. Well, the thing with fracking is that that's creating more earthquakes because, you know, to pour water down into where the tectonic plates are, you're kind of asking for trouble, right? Um, yeah. There could be more. I mean, I don't know if they're just the small ones, but they say that, uh, yeah, it's causing a lot more earthquakes. Uh, yeah. Jason, Jason just texted me saying uh, he's been suffering DOS attract, attacks. What, what does he mean by that? I don't know. He was telling me that, too. I'm assuming, well, DOS, uh, DOS, I believe it's what, uh, it's like that's the internet. This is internet, right? Dial up or something. Uh, like, can you, does, does he live in the country or something? No, it isn't so I probably shouldn't say that. Probably shouldn't say that. People at his house stalking him now. What town is it? Sassoon. A Susan? No, Sassoon. Oh, how do you spell that? I believe it's spelled kind of like Susan. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a Spanish name, right? Yeah, it's, like it's just pronounced different, you know? Oh, okay. I was thinking of that town, Azusa, which is where Rocky Dennis is from. Rocky Den- you know, ever see, did you ever see the movie Mask? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that movie put that town on the map. It's funny. Uh, Jason knows a guy, too, but we both know a guy that named uh, last name Sousa. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, shoot, here. Let me go ahead and read the last one real fast. Uh, it's the last one of the H's, and it's called Shit. It's uh, Shithouse. And it's uh, Shit one, of the, yeah, one of the stations of the planet's in the heavens, numbered with uh, one to twelve. One life, two wealth, three family, four friends, five uh, progeny, six health, seven marriage, eight death, nine belief, ten dignity, eleven generosity, twelve shithouse, where all negative cosmic influences converge. Not of ourselves, but of our stars are we moved. By double wiggle stick... I don't know. Some fancy last name. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's a, that's astrology. That's that's, that's like astrology. shit astrology. Yeah. Yep, the shit house is the twelfth uh, station of the planets. Yeah. It's where all the it's where all the uh, negative cosmic influences converge. <laughs> like some trailer parks. Right. Shit houses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow, eyes are kind of long. Oh, did you ever hear uh, when you lived in trailer parks about, you know, like incest going on? 
That's one of the stereotypes. Uh, okay, well, there was one older dude, uh, but I mean, I this I can just probably attribute to just stupid kids and rumors how kids are when you're dumb kids, you know? Yeah. Uh, but when we were all younger, there was this one guy that um we used to say was and he was an older guy and he had an older mom even i mean he was already in his 30s or 40s he was weird you know no one like he was just in like i don't know he's always in town somewhere i don't know i don't know if he actually did anything to anyone but i don't know he just might have been just a normal guy but like we as kids thought he was a weirdo you know yeah yeah and uh we used to think that that was just that was the room that went around that he you know did his mom and all that uh it's probably just a rumor yeah probably most likely uh but then again you never know i mean yeah <laughs> you never really know um i mean you always hear stories and rumors but i mean I, how do you really know you know <laughs> were there any guys named uh, cletus <laughs> <laughs> no but i've known some bucks and some bows and um what else? What's another one? Girl's name Lurleen. <laughs> no, but I knew a Laureline. Laureline, that's close enough. Yeah. I always associate like the names like uh, Tammy and Angela with trailer park boy, trailer parks. Yeah, the only one that pops into my mind are L names, Lucy, Lindsay. Were there a lot of uh, yeah. mullets? Did you see a lot of mullets around? Uh, I mean, back in the day, yeah. I mean, I grew up in the 80s and stuff down here and in the 90s, and yeah, plenty. And you still see some occasionally. Uh, my my middle brother, uh, he normally rocks one. He's rocking one for a while. He might still have one right now. I'm not sure, but he might have cut his hair. I don't know. He moved over. Pennsylvania or something takes so a little while longer for things to go out of fashion in the trailer parks I think <laughs> <laughs> at least like well, five years you know yeah at least I guess I don't know <laughs> like, like, like in the 90s there were still dudes listening to like uh, ZZ Top and Iron Maiden and shit like that I still listen to ZZ Top and Iron Maiden <laughs> <laughs> I like a little bit of ZZ Top I never get into Iron Maiden but uh, uh, I listen to all kinds of old. Stuff. I mean, but I listen to everything though. I mean, it, I can go all like, one of my favorite music, or actually, I could say um, singers. You know, one of my favorite. Uh, but I love Frank Sinatra. I listen to Frank yeah. Sinatra all the time. Oh yeah, love me Frank Sinatra. I'll bang that shit all day. Um, but like newer stuff that I'm listening to now, I'm really into Tom McDonald. I dig <laughs> Tom McDonald. Uh, you know, there's this band called Ailstorm. Uh, I like them. They're out of England's or. In- somewhere over there you know across the pond and uh they're heavy metal pirates that uh it's heavy metal music but it's got like a piratey feel to it uh and all they sing about is sailing the seas and stealing your rum and drinking your beer and taking booty and fighting for treasure and you know pirate shit it's fucking i love it dude especially when i got it especially when i'm nice and drunk i love me some ailstorm and uh you know but i mean i listen like if you if you Really look at my playlist, like my Spotify or whatever. Like I said, I got everything from Frank Sinatra to fucking Pantera, Marilyn Manson, BB King. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
rap. You know, I got I got a little bit of it all. You know, because I do like I do like a bit of everything. Uh, My favorite song by Pantera is called Twenty Five Years." Yeah, I love that part where he's like, "We're fucking your back, fucking your back." <laughs> I, could, I could listen to that nonstop for like two hours, just him doing. I got, <laughs> I got to see them live one time before well, Dimebag was killed. Wild. Yeah, it was Ozfest. Either 99 or 2000. I was at both of them, and I can't remember which one it was. I want to say it was 2000. Uh, Pantera played just before Ozzy. I think the year before is when Black Sabbath was there, I think. But uh, uh, let's see here. Who was there? It was. Uh, it went. The main stage lineup was P.O.D. No, Static X, System of a Down, P.O.D., Rob Zombie, Godsmack, Pantera, and then Ozzy. That's exactly how it went. I remember it now. And uh, uh, one of the best lineups I've ever seen anywhere. And uh, I also got to see Kitty play that year, which is an all-chick heavy metal group. Um, They played on stage one, and uh, they're kind of hot, too, and they play some Mm -hmm. serious metal. And, uh, oh, it was badass, dude. Um, I wish that... uh... I had known about the big four tour and I wasn't even aware that it happened and I missed it. You know, if Jason was still here, he could gladly tell us about it. Cause he went, he went to see that. Oh man, that must yes, be. Yes. I know. I'm so jealous. Cause Megadeth is one of the ones I'm, I need to see before it's all said and done. And I don't know if Dave Mustaine's still got it in him to tour anymore. You know, like I heard that the, he might be doing a show with Manson, uh, sometime this year or next year, but, I don't know. Manson's got legal issues now, and Dave. Yeah. In Dave, knock on wood, uh, he looks like he's seen better days. You know what I'm saying? Well, he doesn't, so, play, he doesn't play well with others. Like he's the only original member of Megadeth, which kind of says something. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. he has a history of not getting along with people. So. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely does. I read his book, The Heavy Metal Memoirs, Dave Mustaine. When I was in prison, I read a lot, quite a fair. I read Manson's, uh, Marilyn Manson, not Charles. I did read Charles though the first time, but uh, you know, but Megat uh, Dave Mustaine's it was it was a really good one, man. It was really good. Uh, he was kind of kind of hardcore guy, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's a hardcore dude. There's a, <laughs> if, there's I mean, a- if if the stories in the book are accurate, you know. I'm sure they must be. There's a there's a performance actually on YouTube of um, what they would do at the, during the big four tours that at the end of every set, at the, sorry, at the end of every show, members of all four of the bands would come out and they'd all play a song together. So that was pretty interesting to see. Uh, I did get to see Sebastian Bach. I high-fived him. Oh, yeah? You high-fived yeah, Sebastian true Bach. True story, because this relates to Trailer Park Boys, so why it's perfect talking about it. No, uh, years ago... I went with uh, actually my son's mom. I took her. Unfortunately, I wasted the show on her. Uh, but I went with my boss at the time. Uh, it wasn't Jason. It was another guy uh, and his old lady. And uh, it was Guns N' Roses or what I like to call Axl Rose and Company because it wasn't yeah. Slash. It wasn't Slash and everybody. It's uh, got to be Slash. It's got to be part of the picture. Or exactly. It's, not, it's, it's not. I know. I know. I know. But... I'm still a Guns N' Roses fan, and so yeah, yeah. I was still willing to go because, I mean, tickets weren't all that much. I think we spent like 50 or 60 bucks on tickets each, you know, not that bad. And so uh, fucking it was at the Warfield in San Francisco, which is a really small venue. And um, 
like there's just a small floor i mean there's only like a hundred and something people even inside of the building and uh i was working at the warehouse here which was like a record store and we had a ticket master there so as soon as tickets could go on sale like we just any show we wanted we just print out a couple tickets and then just you know pay it later like we wouldn't even worry about paying it because just print them out set them aside and fucking deal with all the customers and then at the end because you ring them up on a separate register anyway you know so it's like fuck it and uh so we did that with shows quite a few times that's how we got those tickets and um when i when they were there you know uh sabbat it, it was it, even on the marquee out front even on the tickets it said guns and roses with surprise special guests that's all it ever said it never told you who it was even on the marquee it did not say it and it said with surprise special guest and uh sure as shit if it wasn't fucking sebastian bach comes out uh kicks off of what is it what is it uh, uh, uh 18 to life or whatever that song yeah. Dude, I was like, "What? Are you kidding me right now?" Like, <laughs> and then uh, he—I'm not even joking—he played for like damn near two hours, like two and a half hours almost. Played for like two hours. I'm telling you, he jammed. And then Axel—and I was always skeptical because I heard Axel was a real, you know, not talk bad about him because I, I like, you know, I love his music and everything. But it was a bit of a prima donna, you know, he's been known to just walk out on a show if if things weren't his way or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, the fucking dude came out and he played for like another three hours himself, man. And uh, um, I remember part of the way through it, uh, Sebastian came out and they did a couple together. I don't remember, but the one song that I do remember them doing together is they did a duet of Night Train. And uh, oh, dude, it was so sick. And mind you, I'm on the bottom floor of just a standing room little floor space because the the uh, like little mezzanine upstairs was seating and we had you know you could sit up there but if you wanted to go down on the floor you can go down on the floor and it was just kind of standing room but it wasn't huge i mean there's probably maybe a hundred people down there if that and uh on that floor you know and anywho uh like you know we were able to i mean it was only a couple rows of it was like maybe 10 rows of people and you're at the front dude like it really wasn't hard to push you plus i'm a larger guy i'm you know just about six two and i'm now heavier than i've been but i've always been around 222 30 so i'm always i'm still over 200 pounds you know so pushing my way through a crowd isn't difficult you know i used to tell people all the time when we go to shows how are we gonna get to the front i tell them well just stand right behind me grab a hold of my belt loop or whatever and we'll fucking you know i'm pushing us through this crowd don't even trip dude and uh and or if I take Kevin with me, I love to let Kevin do it, dude, because he's like six four, six five, and like three hundred and something pounds, dude. So he, mm. he can he can way push through. But anywho, uh, down there and they're they're singing and, and they're high five and, and going right down the line, both of them. And I got and I got high five from both of them. And so did my buddy Steve, uh, who was the boss who was with me. He got a high five from both of them too. Oh man, it was so great, dude. I was so hammered. I was tripping. Yeah. Sebastian Bach got uh, Axl Rose into Trailer Park Boys. He started out as a fan and got him into it. Yeah? Nice. Nice. But, yeah, you know, it's one of, that's one of my highlights of life. I got to high-five Sebastian Bach and Axl Rose during the same set uh, when they're jamming together. Oh, that's cool. It's funny. Yeah, Skid, Skid Row has uh, this one video for a single called I Remember You. In the plot of the videos that this guy was so devastated about a breakup, a breakup, he ended up like being homeless and shit. Like, dude, I, th- I don't know. it's a little dramatic, isn't it? <laughs> Get over it eventually. 
The guy's pushing. Oh yeah, you, you gotta around. get over it eventually. I mean, I've been homeless. Uh, I don't think I've ever been homeless over a breakup. Uh, you know, funny thing is, normally chick like I, chicks will come down to the camp just to bang me, dude. <laughs> well, that's cool. <laughs> you know, because I'm like I'm like a cute, nice, fun homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I guess for that, I guess for them, it was it was camping trip, right? It was kind of like camping trip, right? Yeah. You know, you get treated night, a little whining and dining, maybe sometimes a campfire and a movie. Who knows what? You know. Yeah, you had a pretty. Yeah. Good I did. I I did normally. I mean, I call it myself like a professional outdoorsman more than I said I was homeless. Yeah, that sounds Cause better. Because like, like I said, I'm telling you, I can build shopping cart barbecues and homemade showers and. Fucking, I know how to set up tents and trees and build uh, build branch walls so like you're hidden amongst the trees and like yeah dude I can do all this I can set up a camp like you haven't seen man. Bitching. The only problem is 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 finding a spot because like no matter what you could be in nowhere and uh, eventually someone's gonna find it and come walking through. And eventually, you know, and then and then the police or someone can go, oh, you can't be out here. I got to go. Oh, look at all this. You know, well, we're going to tear all this down. And there goes all that work you did. And usually when they tear it down, they want to confiscate it. They don't even let you keep your shit, you know, and it's like, and it, that's, but it's, you know, that's the thing. Like, like not all cops, you know, they, there's been a lot of talk about police brutality, but, you know, some cops, whether it's about race or not, are just douchebags. You know, they're just power mad douchebags who like to throw their weight around. Mm-hmm. You know, like I once got arrested. I was 16 years old. And I mean, well, there was kind of a mix. I mean, there was cops who were totally businesslike about it. And, you know, you be respectful to me. I'll be respectful to you. But there were cops there who were like, you know, making fun of me and shit. Yeah, so, no, I've, I've known some cool ones. But, but you know, but what you're talking about is what we, you know, we call super cop. Yeah, yeah. You know? They, they're, they're, it's like they're trying to make a name off every bust, even, even if it's like you're jaywalking, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's not just, it's not just minorities they bother. Like, no, no. See, like Henry Rollins think. said, Henry Rollins said, like the LAPD, they used to harass like punk rockers and skaters. Dude, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I've been in gang files. I'm not on any gang. Uh, I've had police with their knees in my neck. I've had five of them on top of me in uh, fucking while I was handcuffed naked in a fucking box when I was, you know, fighting with them and stuff. And like, uh, I've been arrested with people of color and them get let go because they were innocent and I was being not, you know, and yeah. like it, it, people really think it's no, it has nothing to do with race. It really doesn't. It has to do with are you being a douchebag? Are you breaking the law? Are you being compliant? You know, it doesn't matter. Watch how fast uh, like that white kid in the hallway. He got shot and killed. He was crawling on his hands and knees. Uh, you know, it just cop fucked up. Thought he no. reached for, you know. And ultimately, often it's like the same kind of dudes who were bullies in high school. Some of them end up being cops. They love to push yeah. people around, and they know that they've got they got tons of power, and you have none, and so they can take advantage of it. And they they're assumed to have more credibility than you. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I noticed that a lot of guys that got picked on went into police force. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because they Broke like to head. be able to exert that power over against people that used to pick on them or 
ones alike. You know, it might not it might not be the guy who picked on you, but you know, guys like him did it. So I'm gonna bust on him now. And so I know a lot of guys like that. You know, they've uh, got issues. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But well, I did know a couple cool ones. You know, like I said, there were some cool ones. Yeah, I don't want to say that there aren't any good ones. You know, there many of them really truly do want to serve the community and do the right thing. But uh, yeah, there are. There were some bad apples, that's for sure. Like, I can remember being younger when we were 18s, 19s, you know, we'd be out just a bunch of kids somewhere fucking drinking, smoking weed, being just, but we're just kicking it somewhere, just drinking and smoking is literally all we're doing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like, so many cops roll up, you know you're getting busted. But there was this one dude, I couldn't remember who he was, man, and I don't know, like, I haven't seen him in decades. I don't even know if I'd recognize him. I hope I would, because I'd want to thank him. Because if that dude rolled up, like I'd, and we'd see him, like, fuck, dude, me and a couple buddies, like, hey, what's up, dude? And he'd be like, what are you guys doing? I hear, like, fucking, you know what we're doing, man. Drink, chilling, partying. Like, you know, he would always be like, dude, fucking pick this shit up. You guys get out. He wouldn't even take the beer, nothing. Get out of here. Go somewhere else. Don't we find you over here because, you know, there's reports or, like, someone says you, kids are kicking it or whatever. Go somewhere else. Go. And, uh, uh, We'd go somewhere else until they'd show up again, you know. But then there'd be the ones that would be like, I remember one day I went up to this one dude because he'd keep showing up wherever you are and start busting people, t- taking stuff, wanting to arrest, wanting. And I fucking went up to him one, another day one time. I'm like, all right, dude, where, hey, where, where would you want me to? Like, where can we go? Like, we just we're just trying to kick it somewhere where you're not gonna like. We're, all right, you don't want us downtown. You don't want kids over here. You want people hanging out over there. Where can we go where you'll leave us alone? And he looked at me and said, I don't care where you go. I'll follow you guys and bust you no matter where you're at. I was just like, really? And literally, I was just, yes, okay, maybe you shouldn't be 19-year-old sitting out drinking beers and smoking joints with your friends. You know, but honestly, so fucking what, dude? There's nothing wrong with fucking having some liquor drinks and fucking a couple six paper joints with your friends. You know, as long as you're not being, as long as you're not being a super dickhead, and you're not like robbing everybody. Like, I mean, it's a right know, of passage, yeah. right? Exactly. You know, as long as you're not being a dick to everybody, like, who cares? And uh, but no, there's like I said, so there are cops like that that are kind of like, hey, just you know, go somewhere else because you're drawing attention over here. And then there's cops that are like, I don't care, bust you wherever you go. But you're gonna get that no matter what. And it don't matter what race you are, or what age you are. Or if you're doing things that are bustable. Some cop's going to bust you. And if you're compliant, you have a better chance of not getting your ass kicked. Trust me, when I've complied, I don't get my ass kicked. When I don't comply, I get my ass kicked. It happens every time. So I started complying more every time they bust me. And I stopped getting my ass kicked. Because I started getting older and healing uh, lasts longer, you know. And... uh, you know what I'm saying? It takes longer to heal. It's kind of like it's kind of like the de- it's kind of like a after drinking and shit these days, you know. Yeah. See, I Fucking. wonder. I wonder what they do when you use the gym trick. What if they don't fall? For oh. It? Yeah. Well, that's rough. But yeah, the gym trick will work sometimes. I use. Uh, and if it ain't Jim, then John. Or Mike. It, one of those comments. You know? John. Yeah. 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 But uh, but yeah, Jim or John will work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been pretty good at, 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 at talking police out of – my brother, you tripped on it, you know. The the fucking cops up here in Hidden Valley used to fucking stop us all the time. We got one around. Brother's like, oh, we're going to just relax. I got this, dude. And just sit there and bullshit with them for a little bit. 
and then once they realize that I'm not really up to nothing, which maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. <laughs> uh, but at the moment, I'm not. And because usually people, you know, that's the thing. Like, I, okay, when I used to do all my criminalistic, you know, when I used to shoplift and do stupid things, like, one of the things I do is, is not be suspicious, you know, talk to people that work there, bring attention to yourself, be cordial about it, though. Like, because people up to things aren't drawing attention to themselves. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. so that that always throws people for a loop. Draw attention to yourself. <laughs> people That's think right. you're crazy. People think I'm crazy as shit when I say this, but no, I'm dead serious. Used to trip people out. Like I would go get someone to help me in an aisle while I was taking things from other places while they're helping me with things. You know what I'm saying? Like hands quicker in the eye type of shit. When when exactly. you're get when you got people's attention, they're they're not really like it's not that they're not watching you, but they're less suspicious. I guess you know. I don't know. I don't know how to say because that's not actually accurate either but you i think you get what i'm getting at dude. well it'll work uh, better than that the what was it that blank check trick of ricky's <laughs> check i can't believe that would have worked <laughs> take it out of the store and oh yeah here's the check i wrote yeah yeah dude and give it to him man see for the exact price of the t or the rocket see <laughs> uh that one that one is worth trying so, you know, I've really been debating. Uh, I really think I might want to look at coming up and doing a documentary coming up to Canada and visiting you and Maiden. But I, I don't know if I want to uh, go legit or, or if it would be funnier if, if I went like as an illegal immigrant and like smuggled myself across the border like swam or something. <laughs> well, the way it goes with immigration is here is um, you come at, like on, on a visitor's visa and then you uh, you stay for a while and then you apply for permanent residency status. So I've been looking into all that for my girlfriend. So that's how that works. Hmm. You're in, you live in a NAFTA country, so that would help. Your first language is English. So how are they about f- felonies, man? I got felonies, bud. Well, I don't know. I mean, you don't have, but they're not violent crimes, right? No, no, and uh, and then like. Nothing like drug smuggling across states or countries or anything like that, you know? Yeah, hopefully that – well, could you get a pardon or did that happen too recently? No, everything I got's like damn near 15 years old. It's just like – Yeah, maybe you could get pardons for that. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't really know. If, like I'm pretty sure the way I was told a long, long time ago was like – I mean I guess you can. That's not actually true I was about to say because I know people have gotten things – wiped off as time went on but anyway excuse me uh i think like when you become a a, a repeat offender habitual like the ability to wipe things off tends to start going away i think like yeah just, i guess so like when you get repeat violations it's like okay you know you you're not like you can get off probation you can get fines and all that taken off but your you know, permanent record if you want to say <laughs> Well, yeah, if you haven't fair. been a recidivist, then I guess you could they could probably wipe, you know, yeah, get yeah. your pardon. Yeah. And I, I definitely was a recidivist. <laughs> well, on that note, um, <laughs> sign off. Uh, unfortunately, Jason had some kind of technical issues with his phone, so he got cut off. But he he uh, he didn't forsake us. He you know he wasn't sticking his nose in the air and hightailing it out there. He he said he has said goodbye to us with me as an intermediary. And uh, so on behalf of him and myself and Ray, we'd like to say 
that we got your belly. That's right. Don't you fucking forget it. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Morgan. Take care, man. All right, good night, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. Take care, bye. <laughs>